All right, guys. Big Joe and Carl Carafell here on the JNK podcast. What's up, guys? Go up. Hey, not too much. You? Uh, well, it's uh, kind of a rainy, kind of a been kind of a strange weather day here in uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. But uh, been a crappy day. Yeah, it's been all over the place. There's been glimpses of uh, nice weather, and then uh, what's going on right now, which is not that great. So no, lots of rain going on right now. We were able to get out and actually do the lawn. Mm-hmm. Today, but uh, that's been about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit of crazy weather. Yeah, for sure. Well, I figured we'd uh, come and do a little technology talk. Before we get uh, kind of into uh, the bulk of this uh, conversation today, it's going to be really uh, Google and kind of Android heavy with uh, uh, Google I.O., their, their big kind of conferencing, or their big conference happening uh, uh, just a few days ago. So yes. uh, we'll be uh, talking a lot about that. Before we kind of get into that, I figured... Uh, now we, we tend to play like at least one clip like in every podcast. Seems to become kind of a bit of a staple now. But I figured, you know, before we get into the the real kind of uh, discussion here, we'd uh, poke fun at technology a little bit. And I think uh, what better way to do it than this one? This uh, just sit back and enjoy. This is a classic. It's classic. It's funny, and I think yeah. I'll enjoy it. So here we go. I bought something from you last week, and I'm very disappointed. Oh yeah. What's the problem? Yeah, well, my BlackBerry is not working. (laughs) What's the matter? Run out of juice? (laughs) No, no, it's completely frozen. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can see that. I'll tell you what, let's try it on orange. got a few black spots, you see. Oh, dear, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> well, how I knew to get my Blackberry working. Well, it could be an application issue. But where do you store that Blackberry? Well, it's on my desktop. Well, you could try using a mouse to drag the Blackberry to the trash. <laughs> and after you've done that, you might want to launch the Blackberry from the desktop. <laughs> Well, I've already tried that a few times. I mean, all it did was mess up windows. <laughs> well, it might be worth waiting a couple of weeks. they got the latest Blackberries coming in then. Well, could you give me a date? Certainly. <laughs> Let me put that date in my diary. <laughs> Anything else I can help you with? Yes, yes. I've also got a problem, to be honest, with my apple. <laughs> Oh, dear, oh, dear. That is an old apple, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when did you buy that? It, last week. Last week? Oh, they brought out two new apples since then. <laughs> What's the problem with it? Well, I've tried to put my dongle in it. And <laughs> it won't fit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how big's your dongle? <laughs> well... I don't know much about these things, but my wife's seen a few dongles in her time. <laughs> and she says it's a little bit on the small side. <laughs> well, I'm afraid there's not a lot I can do about that. <laughs> Tell you what, let me try booting it. <laughs> no, it's crashed. Anything else I can help you with? Well, funnily enough, yes. My grandson's birthday soon, you oh, see. Yeah. Now, he's already got an apple and a blackberry. I mean, have you got anything else that you might just like? Well, we're doing a special offer on these. I mean, I can't make head or tail of them, but the kids seem to like them. Oh, yeah. Eggs box. <laughs> 360. So there we go. I figured you guys would uh, get a kick out of that. Uh, you know, to kind of provide some uh, context for kind of what was going on there, I'll let uh, co-host uh, Carl Carafel kind of explain what was going on. Because you only got to hear the audio uh, part of that. I think that kind of the best way to experience that is with the video because then you get the context. But uh, he'll yeah, kind you, of explain there. No, you definitely do. So, I mean, uh, after you're done listening to this podcast, at the very end of this podcast that you're listening to, you need to go to YouTube. You need to type in, my BlackBerry is not working. All right, it's going to come up, and, and essentially what happened is this uh, this one guy came into a shop, yep. and he took out his BlackBerry, and then he took out his Apple, and then they're talking about Windows, and they're talking about the Xbox 360 yep. at the very end there. Now, these two guys that were bantering back and forth are actually inside of a little market. They're inside of like a fruit shop. 
So the guy came in with a literal blackberry, blackberry yeah. like the, the the one that you would pop into your mouth and eat. So yeah. it gives you a little bit of a context to, uh, to to that whole thing. So definitely when you're finished listening to this, <laughs> go to YouTube, type in my blackberry's not working and watch it for yourself. It's actually pretty entertaining. Some funny technical uh, kind of uh, humor there with the, you know, the uh, Brit- dry kind of British wit kind of mixed into there. So it's... Uh, it makes for a nice little combination, and uh, kind of looking for stuff to kind of insert uh, for an audio clip for that show. I kind of stumbled upon that. I've never seen that before. Oh, I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's something that uh, we got to uh, incorporate there because I thought that was a uh, pretty cool. So, it was. It's been out there for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I've seen it uh, last probably three, four years. So, yeah, still, still a cool little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, the the uh, like I said, the majority of the conversation is going to revolve around Google oriented kind of stuff here because of what's been happening recently i guess you know, uh, before kind of getting to actually one that just kind of popped up while bringing up a, a site that i'm kind of referring to here uh just recently uh android with two billion active devices you know using the android uh, operating system uh, running worldwide now worldwide to put, okay to put that into context roughly the uh, the population of india a little over one billion so picture you know everybody in india times two using android that's how many people, give or take. Right? That's so, quite a bit, actually. That's, that's um, yeah, that's a lot. And, you know, and like uh, I had mentioned the last time we did a technology talk as well with uh, them uh, recently overtaking Windows as the most popular operating system at now. I don't know if that's still exactly the case right now, but, I mean, at some point they did kind of overtake them. Maybe it's kind of leveled out or, you know, kind of maybe switched hands again. But, uh, you know, Android really becoming the kind of um, go-to uh, just seems to be what most people are running on uh, their mobile kind of device now. So Definitely. And, I mean, even from myself perspective here, I uh, work in the cell phone industry, and the majority of the phones that we're selling are Android phones. They're not yep. the Apple device phones. Uh, and we don't even carry Windows phones. No. <laughs> so, I mean, you're looking like Android is... is for here, anyways, at least, the more popular uh, operating system. And, you know, they have the obvious advantage of, you know, being, you know, used by multiple device manufacturers. Apple, you know, the uh, iOS operating system is only available on the iPhone and the iPad. That's true. You know, and iPods, if you still have one of those. But, uh, you know, when it comes to Android, I mean, you have, you know, manufacturers like Sony, LG, um, Samsung. Samsung, you know, uh, Huawei. You know, Huawei, you know, uh, HTC, and just to name a few, you know, the list kind of goes on and on and on, right? So, um, you know, clear market advantage there when it comes to that, to, you know, just sheer numbers. Huge. <laughs> right, so, now speaking of something huge, kind of segue there, uh, Apple, or Apple, wow, Android's co-founder uh, hinting at something very big coming May 30th, which is actually only five days away now. That's right. So... Kind of, yeah. Looking at this, uh, it's it's very uh, kind of cryptic what they're kind of hinting at here. Uh, for me, uh, what this kind of feels like is that they're hinting at their next uh, Pixel phone. It's, I mean, it's very possible. Right. So uh, I might as well read the actual article, and we'll kind of uh, see what exactly what they are saying. Uh, Andy Rubin is uh, preparing to formally unveil the smartphone of his new company. Okay, it's, uh, essential which uh, I guess is possibly the name of it. Uh, he has been working, or essentially has been working on, I think they, there's a typing mistake in there. Yeah. Uh, moments ago, Essential tweeted that something big is coming on May 30th, with Ruben himself adding that he and the team are almost ready to share with you what we've been up to. Uh, Ruben is scheduled to speak at Recode's Code Conference on that date. So, yeah, them kind of uh, hinting that um, that they're coming up with something, some maybe possible new manufacturer. Is this what they're it's, using for the new Pixel? Who knows? I don't know. It's I don't even know if possibly that it has anything to do with, with Google. Because mm-hmm. it's saying that, you know, Andy Rubin, um, talking about his new company, his mm-hmm. new Android company, which... Um, sounds like it's going to be called essential because there's an actual uh twitter account made up for this and it's at essential um and one of their like first tweets says hi welcome to our twitter page uh we're here to let you know something big is coming may 30th stay Mm -hmm. tuned so what uh, i would like to kind of see it actually be and it's something i know uh, they've hinted at with android for uh, a fair amount of time now and they've been kind of playing around with this with the uh, chromebooks and that kind of stuff is uh you know, having their uh, version of like a desktop op- operating system, yeah, right? So you know, mm-hmm. th- that could be interesting as well. Maybe, they, maybe that's what they're hinting at. 
Could be. Right? So that, I think that would be really intriguing, actually, to, to have you know yet another alternative to using Windows on a... Uh, on a computer that isn't a Apple computer again, and making the comparison of Apple versus everything else, right? So true. So an interesting yeah. thing there to see. Uh, yeah, don't don't stuff. move from that just yet. I was kind of as mm-hmm. you were as you were talking, I was kind of reading through a little bit yeah. more. It said that uh, uh, Bloomberg reported that the design of the uh, least one device prototype from Essential featured metal sides yep. and a ceramic back. Uh, the company is said to be developing a proprietary connector that serves double duty for charging the battery and expanding the phone's functionality over time. And then it goes on a little bit further, um, you know, concept of a modular smartphone, which is something that's that's actually been, you know, very, very big recently, whether it's, you know, something from like the LG G5 considered a modular cell phone. Yep. Um, or whether it's uh, other things that are out there on like uh, crowdfunding sites where you can essentially build your own phones using like almost Lego type blocks, which is something very interesting as well. That's actually something that I'll, I'll look more into depth and we'll bring up on the next Tech Talks. I've seen stuff about that actually going back a couple of years now of basically what they've been doing, you know, re- recycling old parts, you know, that are still yeah. somewhat usable and actually combining them to make a new phone. Yes. And kind of piece together and do your own kind of thing and have your almost kind of your very unique thing that nobody else has. Yes. You know, with the modular thing too, I wanted to make a kind of hint at that because actually I have the LG G5 as my my you know go-to phone that's what i use it's my cell phone and um that modular aspect of it something that they really i think it was a good idea that they had going mm-hmm. with it but it just they didn't uh, follow up with it very much and you know nobody else kind of seemed to kind of get on board with it with the other manufacturers there was like an add-on kind of audio thing that's actually only available i think maybe in the u.s or somewhere else since not available anywhere else so yeah well i mean a bummer so motorola tried the same thing with their motorola z play um with the you know addition of a uh, better camera system on it as well as an addition of a speaker that could be put onto it so i mean it's it's something that that still is kind of in development and in works so i mean it'll be interesting to see really over the next couple of years um kind of how things are going to happen and turn out um the last thing that i want to mention from that article that uh, we were just looking at is actually about a uh, possibility of a 360 camera Mm -hmm. going to be available yeah that's uh something that's uh still still rather popular a lot of channels actually kind of just just doing 360 video i mean other big uh uh, companies that went out there, even WWE, uh, kind of venturing in doing some 360, 360 video, yeah. something that's actually really cool technology, and uh, you know, um, to make that something you know that's more incorporated into the everyday kind of devices, very cool, I, I think. So I think I think it's very cool as well, considering I mean you've got all these you know devices they're kind of coming out that can you know show these uh, in you know amazing quality on their their screens that they've got so. Mm-hmm. I mean, something like a 360 uh, video camera for a cell phone, um, you know, is, is going to be revolutionary and it's really going to change the game, I think. For sure. Now, uh, keeping with the uh, the Android theme again, again, uh, almost every kind of discussion here, uh, minus something that Carl's going to specifically do a bit of a review on, uh, if he's ready to do that. Um, a couple things, uh, that we've, well, uh, this... Actually, first one is something I haven't really hinted at before, but stuff uh, that uh, Google's um, kind of uh, been using in the U.S. and some other countries finally coming to Canada. Uh, the first one is Android Pay. Yes, not actually, Android Play, Android Pay. 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 Yep. Uh, specifically, uh, coming uh, on May 31st, uh, which is only in a few days coming here to Canada. So what's uh, interesting with this is that uh, it's basically going to uh, work with most major uh, credit and debit cards and basically having everything all in one kind of spot for you to just kind of uh, pay on the go without having to have an old school wallet in stuck in the back of your pocket. So, yep. And essentially, that's what they're going after. Uh, big companies like uh, BP, Uber, Burger King, Starbucks, and more uh, already on uh, kind of board with this. Yeah. So. Now, I mean, we, we got to remember it's it's kind of limited to those that are actually accepting Android Pay right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's 
you know, it, it's still something again that's that's really in the works and has been tested in other markets like Brazil, Germany, Spain, mm-hmm. uh, Taiwan, different places like that. Um, it last week just launched in Russia. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now with it coming to Canada on uh, May thirty first, I mean it's it's going to be very interesting to see what other companies decide to get on board mm-hmm. with Android Pay. Because uh, Apple has a similar version of it too. I think actually they call it Apple Pay. Apple Pay. Yeah, and uh, it's something that uh, you know this uh, article here doesn't mention it, but. Uh, you know, hearing about this stuff before and what uh, it's all about and everything. And for people who may be concerned when it comes to security with this stuff and why wouldn't you be, you know, this is your credit card, your bank card that you're, you're putting out there. Uh, the actual uh, bank card number or credit card number uh, when it comes to, you know, kind of being stored is just stored locally on your device. Yes. It can never actually be pulled from uh, from that. It's, it literally just looks at it and it, it, it can actually pull that information. And actually when they take one of those actual numbers to do the transaction, they don't take the entire number. Okay. Right. So it's a it's a supposedly very very secure. Right. So uh, um, the Apple Pay uh, being around for a little bit longer. Uh, the Google Pay is something that's fairly uh, new. Android Pay, not Android, Google Pay. <laughs> I keep thinking Google Pay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Google Android. Uh, sometimes I get them mixed up, but. Uh, yeah, and it will be compatible with versions uh, going from 4.4, which I forget which version that would be, to be perfectly honest with you, coming up all, all the way up to uh, to NuGet and Android O coming up very soon. Yes. So, so now g- give me a little bit more. If, uh, you seem to be be quite you know knowledgeable on the Android pay that's happening. Um, I myself, through uh, my bank, have uh, I can use my bank app to like tap and mm-hmm. pay. Now, is, is Android Pay going to be very similar where it's just like an NFC that's going to be used and you just kind of tap? Or it's do you a, know how that's going to happen yet? It's a combination of a couple things. It's uh, an NFC transaction like that if you're rate locally there. Or uh, Android Pay can also be used to do like a remote kind of uh, a transaction. Like say if you want to order a pizza and have it delivered to your home, you're basically, um, you know, Going to to Weber and then paying by actually if your device has your device will have to have a fingerprint reader okay. for this to, to work too by the way, and then uh, you basically paying by identifying you by your fingerprint. Okay, and then from there it's pulling for whatever you set to be for those funds to be taken out of whether it be a credit card whether it be a debit card. That's how that transaction is going to happen. So you have those. It's uh, depending on where you are. Okay. And so if you're making a purchase right there on, uh, at a brick and mortar store, yep. you'll be using the uh, the NFC in your uh, your mobile device or if you're making a remote, remote or like an online purchase yeah be paying using your fingerprint reader very cool yeah so it's um giving you a couple options there which is interesting when it comes to apple pay that i'm not too sure about how that works because i know apple uh you know steer clear of nsc for quite a while i know that they have it in the yeah. new phones now because they have to that was something that they <laughs> were reluctant to get on board with but they they have now so i'm sure that they've incorporated that into it as well now, something else that's coming uh, to Canada, which I've uh, kind of ranted and raved about, is, of course, the Google Home yes. device. Now, that's actually not on here anywhere on the site that we're kind of working off of, but uh, uh, coming this summer, no specific date, but just saying this summer. Okay. Right. So it's coming. Yeah. It's well, just this summer. I, w- I, wish, I wish that yeah. we would actually have a date for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will. Yeah, anticipation for it coming has been long enough. Mm-hmm. You are already saying it's going to be in the summer. Just tell us when know, so right? that we can prepare. Yeah. And, you know, for some of us, we have to collect the funds to be able to get it and purchase it. So give us that time mm-hmm. to save up for it. Give us a deadline to yeah. have that money for, you know, give us give us something to look forward to besides just it's coming. Yeah, when it comes to vague kind of re- release dates, that's something actually uh, it's hinting at something else that I want to kind of touch on briefly after. But uh, a little bit more with the Google Home, uh, adding a big feature, which they, uh, you know, when they first kind of revealed this, which actually was at last year's uh, Google I.O. conference, yep. something that they were hinting as a possibility now, something that they've already added to it, and as a support for multiple users. Yes. Instead of just one. Yes. So that, that's something that uh, was a very important addition to really make this something that was going to be very practical other than just for one person because then it's very limited right it's like uh it's like having a screen where you can only touch it with one finger and not be able to manipulate with multiple fingers yeah kind of a, a weird kind of thing that to compare it to but uh well, but, we'll yeah. compa- compare it to like chromecast then mm. where you could only have one device connected to chromecast 
right? You're in a family situation. You have everybody in the house is using whatever device. I'm sure everybody wants to be able to connect up to the Chromecast, yep. but you only allow one? Yeah. Really? Come on. Talking right? about hinting back on that, I know the Chromecast is something we always kind of seem to touch on. What? A, a device that is so cleverly designed and such an like an elegant kind of solution, and and then just kind of all the right kind of decisions and features added to this to make it something that's just a very useful thing to to have and to use. Oh, very much so. Right? You know, kind of uh, you know features that aren't uh, useful, and you know, just ones that were really like, geez, I wish you could be able to do that with that. You know, you can pretty much do that with that. Yeah, and I mean, it's just just to kind of kind of touch on that a little bit as well. I mean, um, on LG phones, I'm not sure on the G3. But I know on the G4 and yep. the G5, um, they have this this thing on there that if you have a Chromecast or if you have a smart TV of any kind, you can use Miracast, which is something that's built into these phones that I've found. Um, and yeah, like it, it works perfect, yeah. you know? So, I mean, it, just from that kind of technology to where it's all going now, um, it's it's just phenomenal what Ooh. can be done now. And it's going to really be good at kind of recognizing who's doing what. Mm -hmm. uh, like, let's say you and I are both kind of set up on this device, and I say, okay, Google, call mom. It's going to know that actually my phone's actually picking up. <laughs> and I can almost guarantee you that somebody is listening probably uh, had to go off and I said, okay, Google. Yeah, I didn't go off that nope. second time, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's going to recognize. I, I could say, okay, Google call mom and it's going to know okay that's joe that wants to call his mom and that's not yours or somebody else's mom it's going to it's going to know who's speaking understand the context of it and picking the right thing yes that is some pretty cool and some pretty advanced computer uh technology thinking artificial intelligence going on there oh it is it is <laughs> right so there's a lot that kind of goes into making that kind of stuff work and google is really uh the only company that's really in a position to do that to be perfectly honest with you now, just because of the, just the sheer amount of technology and artificial intelligence research that they're doing, you know, they, they're not, it's not a surprise that they're the first ones to kind of really get good at this. Very true. And I hope that they've really kind of, when, when the uh, the Google Home comes out and, and um, people are able to do this with set up other users, I really hope that they've narrowed down and really been able to work with that OK Google. Um, because for, uh, for a long time... People's phones are going off like crazy now. Exactly, right? So, I mean, because of that, I'm saying OK Google, right? And other people's phones are picking it up. Whereas, you know, it could be, it's, it's, you know, it doesn't recognize the difference between, you know, so hopefully yep. they've worked out enough of the, uh, the kinks with it, that with Google home, that when somebody says, okay, and then that name, I'm not going to start your phones again here, <laughs> yeah. um, then it will actually recognize the differences. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, something that, uh, again, still eagerly anticipating, at least now we know, a rough time frame for a release for it, just not exactly. So hopefully, in the next month or two, maybe they'll kind of pinpoint a little bit better for us. I hope so. That, uh, I'm eagerly anticipating and hoping uh, to get my hands on one of those. Bad oh yes. Yeah. So uh, kind of uh, hinting, uh, kind of with the uh, we were a little bit mentioning uh, the Google Assistant, which is something that's you know built right into the Google Home, and which uh, you can get onto your phone. Uh, most phones, if you kind of do a little bit of playing around, and that's still kind of weird that uh, it hasn't fully kind of rolled out. To a lot of devices, you kind of have to do a little playing around there, which is yeah, kind of unnerving. But you know, you can still make it happen if you're uh, you know for sure enough. Um, the Google Assistant coming to the iPhone. Now this is very interesting because of Siri being built into these into the phone. Yes. So it's uh, releasing as its own standalone app. For those of you who are curious, it's not uh, you know just adding it uh, kind of built right into the phone like you would with an Android device, because with the iPhone, that's what Siri is. Yeah, it's correct. So um, kind of similar to what um, you know what's going on with uh, you know that, the, the new Samsung phone with that Bixby thing built in there. Yeah, a half baked freaking idea. That <laughs> is. I think that that's probably going to be doomed to fail. Yep. Time will tell. Maybe. You know, but. Um, Yep, it's uh, it's supposedly working quite well. I mean, it's something that uh, you you know you have to go about it a bit of a different way. You have to open up an actual app, so it's not quite as user friendly as it would be on an Android device. But yes, it it does work from what uh, I've seen and what I've heard. So it does. I mean, but it, I mean, it's it's still new, right? So it's mm -hmm. still going to have its downfalls and it's still going to have its uh, you know little kinks and stuff like that within yeah, it. Well. So. I mean, hopefully at some point uh, Samsung will be able to really 
uh, hone in on it and then maybe you know each manufacturer will then have their own um on top of you know the the google assistant um which i think could could very well be pretty um uh, pretty good for things mm-hmm. um because you could use the google assistant let's say for any thing out in the world wide web that you want to do but let's say now you want to do something uh, specifically on your let's say samsung device right mm-hmm. you could always you know open up the bixby or just say hey bixby or whatever they're going to be using for it you know, go to settings and change this to that. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that, which um, is for for an onboard, I think would be a pretty cool idea. So for sure, yeah. um, are they gonna do that? I don't know. Yeah. Will it happen? I think it's a good idea if they do, yeah. um, because then you can have both of them: one standalone for Google itself, and then one standalone for the device. Yep, and you know. It- Specifically with Samsung, I mean, they have a long history of, you know, going back, I'd say, you know, at least to the uh, the Galaxy S4, really packing a lot of features kind of into their devices and not a lot of them kind of useful and, you know, well thought out or fully baked. Yeah. Well, being released, you know, and, you know, especially on this new phone with that, that Bixby and, and even more so with that fingerprint scanner in a god-awful friggin' place up <laughs> near the top near that camera. I mean, yep. Oh boy! And it, it, even worse, uh, actually, this is something that you <laughs> had actually mentioned to me. Uh, that's new Samsung phone, even more fragile, in, uh, uh, you know, than we uh, originally thought. It is, yeah. Apparently, it is. It literally has very, a glass chin. It literally, does. <laughs> it does. It has a glass chin. It has a glass forehead. It has a glass back. It, essentially, this thing is glass. Yep. Um, I know somebody uh, who, thankfully. Um, picked up a, a shield, uh, an eye shield for the front of his. He just went and got yeah. um, the Galaxy S8, and he was in the bathtub, and it fell from the bathtub onto the bath mat. Oh boy! And issues happened. So, uh, thankfully, he had the eye shield on there, so his screen is okay. Yeah. But it did actually get a couple of little little dings um, that shouldn't have happened. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a very fragile phone right now. Yeah, that's one thing that concerns me about this, you know, possible design too with the new um, uh, iPhone, which you had mentioned. Uh, and I, 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 from what I've seen, you know, supposedly the entire front of that phone just entirely display glass. Yes. Um, they better be researching some tough glass there to, to to make that so it doesn't shatter into a million pieces when you drop it uh, onto the pavement. Yeah, well, I mean, at, at this time, and I know we're kind of getting a little bit off, but we're talking about the, the yeah. eye shields, right? Mm-hmm. Um, eye shield has their glass, is what they call it. Um, for the majority of the devices that are out there right now, um, OtterBox has actually come out with one as well right now that they're calling Alpha Glass, Mm. um, which, I mean, kind of still has its own little flaws um, with the Samsung Galaxy S8 right now. Uh, The Alpha Glass, if you get that, put the Alpha Glass onto it and then get an OtterBox designed for the S8. You can't put the OtterBox on right away Mm. because it's going to start to lift that uh, Alpha Glass. So you have to wait 24 hours for the Alpha Glass to actually cure onto the phone itself Mm. before putting your case on. So... And knowing most people, they're kind of uh, you know itching to use their new device, and most people probably not waiting that full amount of time. No, oh no, most so. people aren't. No, <laughs> I know I would probably be guilty of that myself. And at any time that we have somebody that's interested in the uh, S8 or any ones that we've sold, we've mm-hmm. told everybody that, and unfortunately, we kind of have to tell them, hey, listen, like you you need to put this on, you need to let this cure for twenty four hours. If you don't allow it to cure for twenty four hours, things are going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're on your own. Like, you, unfortunately, you can't come back and say, you know, it's it's Whoops. defective because, well, no, we've told you, you need to let it cure. Exactly. Uh, you mentioned the word alpha. Alpha. Uh, alpha. And uh, we were talking briefly about uh, Google and its artificial intelligence. Uh, this is actually, um, 
something that's happened recently and it actually happened before but it's uh it's happened again now for those of you who um are a fan of board games may know what the, this is uh, there is a game called go this is actually one of the world's oldest uh board games actually yep. going back a long time um, Google's uh, artificial intelligence, known as AlphaGo, uh, has uh, defeated a the number one player named Kijai or Kiji, but uh, a human player uh, actually lost to uh, Google's artificial intelligence, known as AlphaGo. Yes. This is actually the second time that this has happened now. Yep, it is. Yep. So uh, interesting thing there uh, that uh, yeah, uh, an artificial intelligence uh, being. Uh, one of the uh, more intelligent people on this planet who has been uh, doing this for a long, long time, lost to a computer. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, just a kind of interesting uh, quick thing to kind of uh, bring up there because that is a, uh, he, uh, AlphaGo, he is uh, officially 2-0 now <laughs> against human opponents. So yeah. I figured you know, that was kind of worth uh, bringing up there that we were uh, kind of hinting at artificial intelligence and whatnot. Uh, something that I will kind of uh, mention uh, Here's actually a couple of them here that kind of revolve around this topic, but the, the top one is kind of catching my attention a little bit more. And uh, actually, the article uh, reads as Google Photos, which is uh, their um, their own kind of built-in, well, not built-in, but it's their own photo app that you can get, and it's actually really good. Yep, and works quite well. It is now making it very, or it's making it easy to hide your nude photos. Oh, so uh, if Charlotte or Paige. Or some of these other people who have had this happen to them, you may want to pay attention and maybe check this out. <laughs> because uh, uh, you haven't been so good at hiding your nude pictures. And do you know why? Yeah. Do you know what most of the devices that have been, been hacked for mm-hmm. the fappening have been? Are they, have they been iPhones? Yes. Oh, boy. Yes, the majority of them have been uh, iOS devices. Well, there's no excuse because Google Photos is available on iOS devices. I know. So I know. You may want to check this out. So uh, let's uh, see what they have to say here. So a new update to Google Photos will now let you archive photos from the main feed and hide them away, helping you declutter and privatize some personal photos. Uh, First spotted by 9to5Google, all you have to do is hold the photo and hit the whatever menu on the right side to bring up the archive option. And then uh, you can later revisit those photos. So you can basically isolate those kind of personal photos uh, off from everything else. So that um, somebody doesn't, uh, or it doesn't accidentally get shared or sent to the wrong place that it shouldn't yeah. be. So, so something that uh, might be checking out for those of you who take a lot of uh, nude pictures of yourself or other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to hide your uh, voyeurism, then uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. I that's the way for you to do it. I didn't even think of using that term. You, you thought of it for me. That was great. Um, and also something else too. Uh, which, uh, yeah, they're, they're hinting at it there. But uh, with this uh, very cool feature being added, uh, actually a couple of very cool features, and one that they actually don't hint at here is uh, this family sharing option. And basically, you're going to set this up ahead of time. And then say you uh, you, have a, you have a family, you have, a, you have the, the husband, the wife, and the kids, uh, that um, the, the app is going to know that, okay, I've taken a picture of say, your son, yep. and it's going to already be decided ahead of time, okay, the, the, any of those kind of pictures are going to get shared to your spouse. Yes. It's going to recognize what you're taking a picture of and yes. share it to those folders accordingly. Yes. So, again, Google being smart and realizing this kind of stuff, and it's going to be sharing and sending it to all the right places without very you having cool. to do very much except an initial setup there. So Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Right? So, I, at least I think so, um, as long as it doesn't include <laughs> those nude photos. That's right. <laughs> because uh, some of those you might not want to have get out. So, yeah. Now, something else that I want to kind of uh, hint at before we'll get to something with you is, um, again, kind of going back to Android and uh, specifically the, the versions of Android. So coming up very soon is uh, the new version of Android, which is O, which you know, probably 5% of us are probably going to get for, you know, not for like another year before a lot of people uh, will finally get it. Uh, then yeah. looking at... Uh, basically kind of um, splitting this off into different areas. So basically we're going to have this uh, regular version of Android just for the everyday kind of regular user. And then they're looking at making a um, kind of a stripped down version of Android, which they're calling Android Go, Yep. which is actually going to be very useful for like third world countries, like in Africa and South America and whatnot, to be able to run a, um, a new version of Android, but just, you know, with 
Uh, just enough features that I can still run on those uh, slower, older devices. And also them looking at making a pro version of Android, you know, that uh, does a lot of advanced features that, uh, you know, the power user is going to want to have. So that's right something interesting, too, that, uh, you know, they've announced that, uh, that they're, uh, you know, definitely looking into the, uh, the Go uh, version of Android. The Pro is something that's still kind of up in the air. And I'm I'm hoping that the that the go actually does uh, you know kind of happen come out because um, I have a LG G4. Yep. Um, I won't be able to get the regular version of O when yep. it comes out. So I'm I'm really hoping that the uh, the Android Go does happen mm. and that I can actually get even if it's a stripped down version, I yep. can still get Android O. Um, because I mean, as everything kind of starts going up higher and higher with Android, other uh, other uh, you know apps and sites and stuff like that, you know, say that they need to have that specific Android version. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, once Android uh, you know O does come out, there will be a Go. But hopefully, the developers will also allow and make a version of their apps to work with Go. And that's actually what I was just going to hint at. Uh, you kind of read my mind there. Because if you're an Android user or somebody who you know, pays attention to mobile uh, devices and computing, knows that um, you know, with, uh, when it comes to Apple's uh, side of things, iOS, when a new version of iOS comes up, uh, probably about, I'd say about 95% of the users adopt it and have it available to them right away. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the Android side of things... The what's called you know the user fragmentation, which I think as a lot of uh, you know what sites and uh, people who are involved with technology kind of refer to it as. You know, there's still people running uh, you know Android gingerbread and then uh, Jelly Bean and stuff like that. Yeah, right? it's fragmented up so much. I think uh, uh, people running the uh, the the most recent version, which is N, which yep. I believe is nine. Uh, mm. I think it's nine point or something. I, I could have that version number wrong, but uh, anyways, it's uh. Basically, you know, a small percentage of people, you know, can actually have that and run it on their device. Yes. Now, with this Go option, you know, could you know help eliminate that and make it so that, uh, like you had uh, mentioned, when a, a developer creates a new app, that everybody's going to be able to use it. Yes. Because that's crucial. It is. Right. So it's very crucial. And it's been so. an ongoing, ongoing problem with the Android platform. As good as it is, it's been very fragmented up until very recently. So hopefully, this will help to kind of you know. Maybe not completely solve the problem, but to, to kind of make it better. True. Right? Because it, 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 is, it, it has been an ongoing and a fairly big problem. And we just need to make sure that the developers are on board with doing that as well. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be the biggest thing. It's gonna, definitely going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. All right. So now when it comes to, I think we'll kind of, uh, I think we're done a little bit with the Android and the, the Google stuff for now. Uh, we might uh, mention it again if I see some other stuff come up, but you've actually had your hands on something that uh, I know has been kind of a popular thing right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's maybe tapered off slightly just kind of recently, but there's still a pretty big interest in it, and that's uh, uh, these VR headsets. And you've actually had your hands on one and have actually used it a little bit. Yeah, actually, I um, had I sell, actually, um, the Samsung mm-hmm. uh, VR headset. And I know uh, somebody who is looking at possibly purchasing it for uh, for their child. Mm-hmm. Um, so she wanted to be able to test it. So I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's let's open this thing up. I'll let you kind of take a look and see how it works, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so she, she had to download an app onto her phone, onto her Samsung phone, which she was perfectly okay with. Um, and then, like, we kind of tested it out and used it. And holy crap, like, it was it was it was quite the experience so i mean i don't have the funds to be able to have purchased uh you know like the samsung one that was available i don't have a samsung phone to run it um or the daydream or the daydream which you can only use on i think about three or four phones yeah and some a couple of them are really weird choices by the way but uh, I'm gonna actually yeah bring that up while you're <laughs> talking about that. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was uh, very interested in this whole um, VR, 3D stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So um, there's another local store down in in the mall that I work in um, where I actually picked one up. Uh, it was you know like thirty dollars for this thing. So I mean, it's not the mo- world's most expensive one out there. But it does the job. Mm-hmm. And I mean, essentially, that's all it's called. It's just called VR Box is what it is. 
um, simply just as as if it's it's all the other ones, just in a cheaper price. Now, there was no app to download for it, so you kind of have to go into the Play Store um, or into the uh, Apple Store uh, because this device does allow both Android and iOS devices. Um, and just kind of search out for VR and see what it all comes up with. And then from there, you're able to um, download a couple of different VR apps that are there and like check it out and i mean it's it's quite the different experience i let my kids kind of use it try it out today for a couple of things yep. you tried it out as well big joe mm -hmm. and um yeah i mean i'm i'm i wouldn't say i'm in love with this thing but i i'm really fond of this this vr headset stuff so hopefully this is something that actually kind of catches on a little bit more and more developers come out with different apps mm -hmm. to allow for vr and 360 video stuff to, to actually happen on it and uh yeah we'll have to see from there but yeah very very interested in vr stuff and very happy with the little one that i've purchased so far yeah i've tried a little bit too and one of the key uh things with it that i have found that uh, when it comes to uh, these virtual reality things I, I tried a very early version of the oculus rift which is one of the uh, first yes. ones to kind of get into the space and at that time, uh, you know, a lot of things running, uh, this is getting very kind of techy the way I'm kind of saying this, but I don't really know other way to say it, so I'll just say it. A lot of stuff running at uh, 60 frames per second. Now, when you're sitting still, like you are, like we are right now, or if you're listening to this, if you're sitting still, and then you're experiencing something that's going that quick, your, your brain gets very confused about what's going on and how to process it. And yeah. A lot of people get motion sickness. And yep. that happened to me too, about you know, less than a minute into this, <clears throat> barf on the floor. Oh, really? Right, so so I think that kind of the key with these kind of ones, you know, incorporating your mobile device and whatnot, a lot of these, um, you know, videos and things that you're seeing and kind of interacting with uh, more or less uh, happening at uh, half that uh, rate, at 30 frames per yeah. second. And I think it's a very important thing when it comes to this because if it starts happening faster than that, your brain, I'll, I'll say everybody, but, you know, most people... We're gonna have a tough time with that and being able to, you know, just you know, their their brain just can't, your brain can't process that the right way. True. And you know, it's been it's been a big hurdle when it comes to this uh, virtual reality thing because, you know, when you kind of bring that uh, that those frames per second down to about thirty, it uh, doesn't make it quite maybe as realistic. But it, like I said, if you start bringing it up higher than that, it causes some problems with the majority of people out there. True. And I mean, it would be nice if we were able to find something just right in between, like 45 frames per second kind of thing, right? I mean, at 60 frames per second, you're it's almost as if it's real life mm -hmm. that's happening. So if you that's were to be problem. watching a roller coaster video problem. or something yeah. like that, like it's it, it, essentially it looks like real life, yeah. which, you know, kind of kind of freaks people out. And like mm -hmm. you said, at 30 frames per second, it kind of slows it down, mm -hmm. makes it a little bit less real. Um, yep. it would be nice if we could find something in between or if, a, if somebody could find something in between to, to allow kind of that half realism, mm -hmm. I guess, and, uh, make it better for those like yourself who, you know, kind of have a little bit of an issue with, uh, <laughs> my, my brain doesn't like the 60 frames per second. Yeah. Even, uh, there's some movies, uh, there was one that, uh, I think it was one of the Hobbit movies that came out. And uh, that, that almost that entire movie was uh, filmed at sixty frames per second and uh, in three D, and I was just sitting there, just I couldn't I couldn't handle it, right? So um, you know the the only way that they found it kind of, you know, to be able to continue the stuff at sixty frames per second, like they were experimenting with that with the Oculus Rift and with the, yeah. uh, you know, uh, virtual reality versions like Minecraft and whatnot, uh, they had to make it so you were actually moving like you'd have to be like on a treadmill or something and it actually be going through some motions for your brain to not be freaking out at sixty frames. For some. Yeah, for some. Yeah. It's for the majority of people, to be perfectly honest with you. There's some people that, uh, even with, with 3D uh, movies, I can handle maybe a couple minutes of it, mm -hmm. and then just instant headache for me. So, Yeah, and that's something that you've mentioned mm -hmm. to me before there, which, uh, mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately kind of sucks, because... Yep. I mean, going to, to the theater to be I don't able do to see 3D. a 3D I is, can't do 3D is very pretty much. cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah, so. but, I mean, if you can't handle it, then... Mm. 
Yeah. You know, and uh, Ed, Ed kind of hinted at this uh, kind of device, you know, more on these virtual reality things. And one of the more interesting ones that, that I saw was actually um, Google's uh, in-house one that they made themselves called the Daydream. Yep. Uh, very cool. Uh, made out of, um, you know, you know, just very, very simple, but elegant design. Made out of, you know, not hard plastic and cheap stuff. You know, made with soft fabrics and, you know, the, the kind of material, you know, that, that people actually wear on their bodies. Yes. They, they did some research and did a very clever design. Unfortunately, when it comes to this, and the number of devices that you can use with this thing because of uh, the way it's designed and, uh, you know, the, and the way that it works... Uh, very limited to the number of phones that can use this. Yeah. So the list is very short. So we'll go through that list. Uh, obviously, the Pixel, uh, yep. regular Pixel and Pixel XL, uh, obviously work with this phone, or the uh, the Daydream, sorry. Um, and a very interesting one, the Motorola Moto Z Yeah. is a, a Daydream-ready phone, which can uh, handle it. Um, you know, kind of thinking back a little bit, not too much of a surprise necessarily because uh, uh, Motorola did do... Uh, the Nexus phone for uh, Google a couple times. It's true. Um, the next one uh, also kind of in that category with the uh, Mate 9 Pro, which is made by Huawei. Yep. Which uh, they did the um, the uh, Nexus 6P phone for, for Google. So uh, not much of a shock that uh, they would be uh, a daydream ready phone. The next one is very surprising. The uh, Axon 7 ZTE. Yes. A daydream phone. This is a company that I wasn't even aware existed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was on the short list. Oh, wow. And then coming soon to uh, devices, uh, one that's actually, uh, actually both of these are kind of uh, interesting in their own uh, separate ways, actually, to be honest with you. Uh, the two versions of the Galaxy S8, the S8 and the S8 Plus. Yep. And the one beside it, which is actually kind of caught my attention and has me interested, <laughs> is the uh, Asus. Zen Phone AR. Yeah, that's right. Asus with a phone. Yeah, Asus has had a few different phones out. Yes, but uh, for first one to kind of be out in the you know possibly the popular market, uh, Asus uh, very known for uh, you know their laptops and uh, some uh, actually some pretty good tablets. Uh, tablets they've worked with pretty yeah. closely with uh, Google on some of their kind of stuff, and uh, you know looking at this phone, very very cool, very interesting design actually on this. Uh, the way that uh, the, uh, just looking at the build of the phone itself, the camera in the back and uh, on the sides using USB-C, a headphone jack. Yep. Apple headphone jack. Uh, yes. So yeah, Asus getting back into the phone market with a very, say a very neat looking phone. It is. You know what? To be to be honest, it kind of almost looks as if it's like a Samsung type body. Um, let's say maybe the Samsung uh, S6 or the S7 yep. style body on it, um, with the physical button down on the chin. Um, but I mean, made made by Asus, right? Yep. Which I mean, and then like the outside almost looking iPhoneish. It does. Yeah, the out the outside does kind of look iPhoneish to yep. it. Um, like the edges and stuff of it, you really do. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a very gorgeous looking phone. Um, and I mean, coming from Asus, I know that it's going to be uh, a, a phone that is very, very worthwhile. Uh, just looking at some of this, I wasn't planning on talking about this particular thing, but it's kind of come up here. Yeah, so I mentioned. Oh, yeah, uh, I talk about a, that. Yeah, a, a big uh, stat coming up, and uh, I don't think that I've seen this on a phone before. Maybe on uh, I know a couple of the Windows phones made by Nokia had some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, but uh, this uh, thing here, uh, the the rear camera on this thing, a twenty three megapixel camera. No, 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 no. I mean, that's that's oh, wow, wow, yeah. wow. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, twenty-three megapixels. Now, but but for for those who are you know real photo buffs out there, will know that higher megapixels doesn't necessarily mean a better picture. No, right? That's a very very important thing for any photographers or anything listening to this podcast. You'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm no expert in that by any means, but that uh, do you know that uh, you know higher mega megapixels doesn't necessarily mean a good. No, it doesn't mean picture. a better quality picture. In fact, it can distort it sometimes. Actually. Sometimes it can. But that that there is on the first rear camera. Yeah. So what's on the second rear camera? Um, that's um, ooh. So uh, there's actually 
There's a motion tracking on the second one. Yes, <laughs> motion tracking, which is is very cool to, for them to kind of kind of build in and put that into their system there. So, um, I'm not sure how many other phones are doing the uh, the motion tracking, but yeah. um, very cool for them to do that. But wait, <laughs> there's, there's more. more. Yeah. <laughs> so now, as Steve, I Jobs, you... as Steve Jobs would have said, but wait. There's one more thing. There's one more thing. They I have want a you third to talk freaking about, camera yeah, on the, the back. Third rear camera. <laughs> Three rear cameras wow. on this thing. Uh, so yeah, a, a depth sensing rear camera. Now, uh, something I'll, I'll maybe look into this and do a kind of a follow up the next time we uh, we do a, a tech talk here. Because I want to find out uh, if these are all just kind of regular lenses. If there's any of them that are uh, like a wide angle, like with uh, LG does with the G5, they have the a regular um, camera, and then they have a, a wide angle lens on the uh, the second camera. So that's something I want to look into with this kind of stuff too, and find out uh, what they're doing with the lenses and all that kind of stuff. Because it uh, it looks like they're um, they're really getting uh, a little kind of bold on the uh, the camera design there. They so. are, and, and you know what? Like, I mean, it's I'm just gonna kind of read through this this quickly here for everybody. It, mm. It's called the TriCam system. Yep. Um, it's equipped with the TriCam system uh, of three cameras on the back of the phone a motion tracking a depth sensing and a high resolution 23 megapixel camera um it allows the phone to kind of create a three-dimensional model of its surrounding and Ooh. track its motion so it can actually see the world just like you do with your with your own eyes uh the motion tracking camera actually um lets the the, the phone itself ar track its location as it moves throughout the space now, the depth sensing camera that comes with this is actually an infrared projector that lets the phone measure its distance from real-world objects. So, coupling all of that with the 23-megapixel camera, just wow and amazing. I mean, like, this is something that I, I haven't seen on no. any other phone. This is actually really intriguing, and you know, not to kind of cut you off there, but uh, this is leading to... Uh, some interesting kind of ideas that they're hinting at uh, area learning. So, you know, if I were to kind of, why am I hearing 80s music in the background? <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. But anyways, uh, it, it almost kind of looking like they're going to make it so that you're going to walk into a room with your device and it's going to know what room that you walk into. There's some really interesting real world applications when it comes to that. This is looking very, very neat. That's some very cool technology. That's, I am. Uh... That's some Bill Gates uh, home stuff going on there. What's <laughs> the S word? Yeah. Because he has this is the kind of stuff that Bill Gates has in his house. Like he walks into his certain rooms and they knows he knows that he's in a certain room and music comes on and lights things a certain way. This is like advanced technology stuff here. That's like uh, if you're a nerd, <laughs> wow. You know what? I think for cool. um, you know, in in maybe three, three, four weeks time, uh, we're gonna do a little bit more research on the Zenfone here uh, mm -hmm. from Asus, and I think we might actually spend a, a good little bit of time uh, talking about this Zenfone because this right now I'm uh, really, really interested in mm -hmm. a uh, some uh, brief kind of specs uh, on it for you as well. Uh, while we're still kind of uh, looking at it here. Um, some some pretty wow features on this thing. It's kind of a 5.7-inch Super AMOLED display, which uh, Samsung was the company to really kind of popularize that uh, yes. kind of display. And, uh, you know, most manufacturers getting on board with that, uh, Apple included, supposedly with their, their next phone. Uh, a 2560 by 1440 resolution. This phone has yeah, a better resolution than most people's high-definition or super-high-definition TVs. Yep. Um, it's built-in uh, support for Daydream. A uh, Gorilla Glass 4 on, yep. on the uh, on the phone itself, which is uh, really, really good. Um, the world's uh, first phone to have 8 gigs of RAM yes into the into the vice oh, wow mm -hmm. them they're really packing some features into this now, thing. now kind of kind of go back up a little bit there mm -hmm. um okay uh an s821 cpu gonna be built into that so Five, the 530 uh, uh adreno for graphics uh that's the newest one the snapdragon 821 yeah which is uh not the, the newest no nope, it's not there. but still very very powerful yep very interesting. And just looking inside, uh, you know, 
obviously, you know, the, the, when you take one of these phones apart, if you ever have, uh, if you own something that isn't an iPhone, you've maybe seen the inside of your phone. Uh, battery, obviously, is something I know that's uh, kind of takes over there. But um, I've looked at some of these phones, and like looking at this one, I, I can already kind of see the shape of it without, uh, you know, seeing underneath because I've looked at some of these devices like the actual motherboard if you want to call it or the logic board or like mm-hmm. the actual electronics and like where the, the actual real kind of main stuff is in there like it's really really small it is it's really really small very small very area small. that that motherboard or logic board that you want to call it is a uh, tiny on this thing yeah it's tiny uh, yeah this looks like a really impressive device and something like you said we'll definitely uh, uh, do some more investigating with this uh, when it comes to it yeah, and then we're going to get you information on it, like uh, how big the uh, the internal memory is, what it's expandable to, um, you know, all this this different stuff that normal people would just kind of want to know, like how big is the phone, you know, how much storage can I yeah. put onto it, how much storage is with it, mm-hmm. you know, there's these kind of questions, you know, what we're gonna we're gonna dedicate uh, some time to actually yeah. finding out and and digging into this phone to kind of let everybody know about it. So, is this going to be a phone that's going to be practical for every single person out there? Probably not. This is gonna be for somebody that really wants to, uh, you know, say, "Hey, I got like, I got the phone with like the newest kind of kick-ass features that your phone's not gonna get for another couple of years." Yeah. Right. So you know, when it comes to to these kind of devices, you know, it, it's when most people go out to buy a phone. You probably know this probably better than than me or, or than, than most. Most people when they're going to buy a phone, you know, they're not necessarily always kind of going. You know, I want the specific name or something like that. People are just going to get a phone that does what they want it to do. That's right. Right. So that that's exactly what it is. Most people are coming in and don't know what they want. Right. So I mean, we got to kind of talk to them and kind of mm-hmm. you know coax things mm-hmm. out of them to figure out what they want and tailor it to them. Right. So for some people, uh, an iPhone may be the best option for them because of mm-hmm. the features that uh, iOS does offer. That's right. Where you know somebody who's like a real tech kind of junkie and does a lot of stuff. A phone like this new Asus Zen phone would be right up their alley because uh, I'm actually kind of glad we stumbled upon this because it, it is uh, one very cool piece of technology come from a company who is well known in the industry. Yes, and, uh, pulling out uh, quite a few of the stops on this particular Beautiful. one. Beautiful. So what yeah. else have we got to talk about? Because uh, we're going to save the rest of this. We're going to save the rest. We're going to save the rest of this for uh, for another show that we're mm-hmm. going to do, and we'll dig some more. So what else have we got? Well, we uh, are actually right near the end of this podcast oh. <laughs> because we have actually wrapped up. We uh, we have some time talking about that, but uh, it was uh, uh, kind of strange the way uh, some stuff like that uh, happens. We uh, stumble upon something that's cool, and we uh, get caught up talking about it and uh, used up uh, all of our time this week here. So it uh, it's uh, we we got to a lot of the stuff that we wanted to kind of mention, you know, with a lot of the uh, announcements coming up uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Google I/O, uh, you know, with uh, the Home and the Android Pay, some some cool features. Um, you know, for uh, just to kind of uh, Google really this big push to try and really kind of help us through our everyday lives when it comes to things, and uh, doing pretty well so far, and you know, not getting too creepy. Definitely, because, uh, because they you, know, you could definitely run that risk of you know this kind of stuff for where the whole invasion of uh, privacy and personal security and that kind of stuff comes in. So they they've done pretty well to kind of uh, you know to not uh, make people too afraid, or at least. I, I haven't seen anybody uh, freak out over this yet, so very true. So it does look pretty uh, interesting, all this stuff, and uh, we will definitely, like I said, follow up on on this phone and any other stuff that uh, that you guys want us to uh, to mention as well. If uh, there's a certain phone or something that you're looking at, maybe getting into or something like that, and you want us to kind of uh, talk about it or anything like that, uh, please let us know, and we will be sure to uh, to mention it on a future tech talk. Yeah, definitely, and I mean, you guys can get a hold of us by going to facebook.com slash groups slash JNK podcast. Uh, you can find us there. You can uh, give that a like. You can send a message that way as well. Um, yep. You know, it, it, it comes to me, um, and then I can see that. I can respond to you guys, or if you guys have something specific that you want to tell Big Joe, um, I can always relay the message. I've got different ways of being able to do that. So, yeah, we definitely want to make sure that you guys go and like that Facebook page and uh that way you're staying up to date with everything that we actually do because we do not just tech stuff. We do pro wrestling stuff. We do paranormal stuff. We do absolutely everyday stuff. Yep. Um, you know, and at this time, uh, I'm sure I can speak for Big Joe as well as Diamond Frost uh, from all of us at JNK Podcast. 
um, our thoughts, our prayers, and our hearts actually go out to those in Manchester mm. who have um, untimely lost their lives. And for the rest of them that are injured and in hospital, uh, we hope that they uh, get a speedy recovery. And uh, yeah, I mean, stuff like this is, is very terrible to uh, kind of hear and see mm. and read. Um but even even stuff like that, because we try to stay as up to date as we can, um, even tragedies such as that kind of come up on uh, the JNK podcast uh, Facebook page. So we want to make sure that you guys, uh, you know, we want to end this on a happy note. So we want to make sure that you guys actually go and check out that Facebook page because we always have some pretty cool stuff there. Yes, we do. And then one last thing that I want to mention is just our friends over at the MBM podcast. Uh, again, go into our Facebook page. You can actually see a... Um, contest that they're doing so if you if you're into rc cars um or anything rc check out the mbm podcast guys and uh yeah they'll get your fix going for you Absolutely. so i know that uh big joe has some music queued up here mm-hmm. and uh you know i think uh, big joe can kind of take us out and uh for myself carl carafel i want to say ciao yep and we will uh end this off as we usually do with some music uh this one is uh something that uh Kind of came in as a surprise for me, uh, you know, not uh, necessarily following uh, this too much. Obviously, following this guy, uh, I'm of course speaking of Mr. Chris Jericho, who uh, not only is a professional wrestler but uh, a accomplished musician. Yes, uh, with the band Fozzie, and uh, their most recent release is called Judas. This is a very catchy tune. We will play it right now and to end things off here, and we will see you guys next time. Ciao. Oh,